This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Isabella is the founder and host of Let's Talk Period, a podcast to connect and share information that is reputable, as well as hold space for others to share stories which give honest insights into living with a chronic illness. Isabella has advocated for better care, treatment, and support for those affected by chronic conditions such as endo, adeno, and PCOS. Since since launching the podcast in March 2020, she has received 10,000 downloads and has created an amazing community of women to support and learn from each other. She is with us today to speak about her entrepreneurial journey so far. Please welcome Isabella. Thank you for having me. So for a little snapshot here, so for those of um, you listening who don't know Isabella and you haven't heard of Let's Talk Period, the podcast... Give us a snapshot of what it is and what you do. For sure. So let's talk period as you introduced so beautifully. Uh, Started last year in March. So I'd been planning on doing something like this for a bit and I toyed back and forth of like whether I should and then I was like, no, do it. So I made it happen. Uh, And then each week on a Wednesday uh, an episode comes out about something to do with endo, adeno, PCOS, or something around those sort of topics as well. Um, and that's a mix of professional uh, people, so dietitians, doctors, uh, physios, and then community stories as well. So people sharing what they've gone through um, with their illness as well. And then online, just through Instagram and the Let's Talk Period Facebook community, is just people sharing and connecting online and then it's also a good spot to share funny memes as well. Um, I think memes are a really great way of, um, you know, having a laugh and sort of connecting through something which is really difficult but, you know, seeing the lighter side of it and having that joke. So people might find that a bit strange but (laughs) I find them helpful. Um, So, yeah, that's basically it. yeah, I am in my final semester of a nursing degree currently, and I'm also a primary school teacher originally. So, done a little bit of this and that. And then, yeah, the health side really uh, drew to me after my own diagnosis with endo and adeno. So, that's sort of how it all kind of tied in together. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's um, that's so interesting. You're on your like third career. <laughs> You're so I young. I love it. <laughs> um what's your when it comes to we know that you started the podcast in March 2020 and you said you had been umming and ahhing about it up until then so what kind of what led you to wanting to start the podcast and um what were you umming and ahhing about like did you have any limiting beliefs or how did that really go yeah so I wanted to start it because there wasn't really a space for all of that information And all of those stories in a nice way that's curated and you could find them really easily and also information that is reputable and reliable because when you're on Google and you're down a rabbit hole trying to find information, you can never really tell like if it's 
accurate. And so if I'm chatting with professionals who have gone and done study in that field, then it sort of gives you that standpoint that what you're hearing is correct and you can um, rely on what those people are saying because there's so much misinformation in the chronic illness space as there is. So it really came from a standpoint of wanting to create that space and hold that space for those people who are chronically ill to find uh, professionals who know what's going on and then also find community who have gone through similar things to what they've been through and hear those stories as well. And then I did have a few limiting beliefs around why um, or the ums and the ahs and the should I do this. And I started the Instagram account in 2019 in November and it took till March the following year to launch the podcast and that was sort of the date that I gave myself that I had to launch by March. And like, realistically, I could have launched it sooner before 2019 in November, but there was a lot of back and forth of like, why would anybody listen to me? You know, why should it be me hosting this podcast? Who wants to listen to me? Um, Which is really horrible to reflect back on and think that that's something I was thinking because why not me? Um, I've got personal lived experience and I want to make a difference in the lives of others. And if it's not me, it will be somebody else. And I'm quite particular. So if someone else did it, like they might not have done the way I do it. And I think, you know, letting go of that and starting it and just seeing how amazing it's been and how much it's grown since has just been incredible. And I'm so thankful I uh, challenged myself and said, no, actually it is you. You can do this and started it. Mm-hmm, totally. That's. I feel like that's everyone's story. Everyone can relate to that of the who wants to listen to me, who's going to trust me, like someone else is going, probably going to do it anyway. That kind of attitude is so common. Um, when So you said you started the Instagram in November 2019. What led up to that? Like did what made you want to start that instead of the podcast, you know, one right at the same time? Like did you think the Instagram was a bit easier or what? what was your thought process there? Yeah, well, I thought maybe like starting the Instagram and building sort of a community first um, would have been like a good idea. And you don't really need to have a voice necessarily on Instagram if you're just posting little tiles um, and writing's a lot easier than actually coming onto a microphone and like sharing and interviewing people. So I thought it was a nice way to sort of dip your toe in Um, build sort of a little bit of a following and then announce that the podcast was launching. So people who were like probably or potentially, hopefully, already interested in what I was sharing could then go and listen and get more insights and information from there. So that was kind of like not planned but planned way of trying to do it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And when you, between November and March before you started the podcast, did you do any work on your limiting beliefs or was it more of like a, a build up of I can do this, I can do this? Um, it was more of a build up of like I can do this, but I was also listening to like podcasts, which is funny because now I have one, but um, <laughs> listening to different podcasts that, you know, were focusing on working through those limiting beliefs and building that self-confidence and 
um, just like business ones as well, like different tips and tricks around podcasting or business and things like that. So when it was time for me to start and had that final deadline of like, this has to be launched in March. And I set it at March because March is endometriosis awareness month. So I wanted to have it ready for then. Um, so yeah, listening to all of that and doing some of that self-work there was really helpful in the interim. So yeah. And moving from the more of like the mindset to more business, did you have any plan for it to be a business? Like how did you structure it? Was it purely just for educational purposes or do you see yourself? I know you're um, studying, you've almost finished nursing now. Um, Like, do you see yourself um, having let's talk period as a business itself or are you keeping it on the side as like something that you can use for education and to more awareness it really just started out as a platform for education and community and I just wanted to have that space to provide that reputable information but I never even imagined like what could have happened from there and like I thought to myself like oh it would be really cool if like this would be my job, but, you know, I didn't think that that was a possibility. Um, But since, like, since it launched, it's just been really incredible to just see, like, the organic nature of the trajectory and just see how much it's grown and how many opportunities have come from it. Like, it's not a fully-fledged full-time income or anything, but it's been really incredible just some of the opportunities that have come about and there's been sponsorships from different brands that have come on board who really believe in what I'm doing and want to support the community I've created as well and I've started with a live event shortly as well. So it's just been so many things that like I didn't think would be possible um, that have come from this and I'd really love to continue doing the podcast and hopefully do some nursing as well. But I'm just really open to seeing like where it goes and where it leads me because um, I think like if we're thinking in like that closed mindset of like this is what I'm focusing on and this is the only path, then we're saying no to all of those other opportunities that might be knocking. And so I'm just trying to keep an open mindset of what comes my way and um, saying yes to the opportunities that feel right for me. Are you feeling unmotivated, uninspired, and a bit stale in your business, side hustle, or everyday routine? This is your chance to join a six-week, all-inclusive group coaching program exclusively made for you. Complete with weekly calls, a 40-plus page ebook, and access to a community of amazing women, my group coaching program, Simplifying the Hard Stuff, will not only prepare you for your biggest change of your life, but create feelings of confidence, support, and inspiration for your next life venture. We discover clarity on your vision, create actionable steps to get there, debunk limiting beliefs, develop a growth mindset, and learn visualization and NLP techniques that will fundamentally change the way you think, do, and be. Sign up to join the waitlist today at makinghermagic.com forward slash waitlist. I love that. That I feel like that is so rare for someone who even if you have a 
whole business business yourself or if it's just a side hustle I feel like that's so rare for people to go I'm just gonna go with the flow and see what life you know brings me because I don't want to close off any doors subconsciously that's so amazing I have I've never really thought of a life like that really like I'm very um those listening know that I'm a very like structured person and I've only really started to like flow quote-unquote flow in the past like couple of years so like for someone like you to stand up and be like eh, if it happens if it doesn't whatever like I like what I'm doing now that's so cool that's such a nice attitude to have I haven't always been that way Amy like you said like I'm the same like probably only the last couple of years as well um and like I'm still very structured and organized but I'm trying to like release and let go and try and be more open to things um because I think like that more tension you have and the more you resist and the more something happens that you don't want it to happen. I know that doesn't sound very explained well, but yeah, I think trying to like flow, like you said, and just let go is so important. Totally. Um, Coming into my few questions now. So my first one is what is your greatest achievement to date? And this can be within let's talk period or it can be within your teaching career or within your studies I want to know what you consider your greatest achievement in life that's super super hard put me on the spot (laughs) um I think like I won an award last year for um a regional achiever award and like I know it's not like it's a typical achievement or things like that. Um, but it was honoring all of the important work that I've done in this space and all of the change that I've been able to make. And I won some money from that and I was able to use that money to put it back into the community um, that I've built. And that was just really incredible. And so just having that work honored and noticed and people valuing it enough like when I got to be a finalist for it I was even shocked because I was like oh my god I made it through semi-finals I didn't even think I'd make it through semi-finals and like even being nominated was even cool because people were recognizing endo and adeno and pcos and the importance of helping people so that was like a really cool achievement and then winning I was just so surprised that um, the judges thought that that was like a um, valuable contribution and, yeah, so that was just so, so cool and I think that was like probably one of the greatest achievements so far but who knows. Yeah. That's amazing. I I didn't know that. Was that um, – did you have to like apply for that or was that just like locally recognised like influences? Yeah, so it was um, – <laughs> It was the seven news, so for like Australian people, one of the channel channel newses in Australia um, for Queensland. So it was people all across Queensland and you get nominated. So somebody nominated me for it, which was lovely, and I then had to fill in like a nomination form and like detail what I'd done further after whoever nominated me. And... Then I got chosen as a semi-finalist and there was meant to be like a really big awards dinner, but COVID happened obviously. So the awards went online and um, 
on the night, like I had my family around me and we had like an awards dinner at home instead. And yeah, so um, it was people all over Queensland and like they picked me out of like, I think they said they had like 200 applications um, or 200 people. So yeah, just crazy. That's so amazing. That is a great achievement. What do you mean it's hard putting you on the spot to pick one? That is a winner by far. That's so incredible. So that was less than a year you had started Let's Talk Period and you have you won the Regional Achievement Award. Yeah, yeah. So just insane. <laughs> That's crazy. Well done. Thank you. Um, did you – so coming back, I know when we were speaking about um, – your uh before you started the podcast and you had you were umming and ahhing about it do you have any mentors um that you look up to in the field or close to the field that you that kind of like pushed you towards starting it or are you all on your own and you're really headstrong and motivated uh I think it's a little bit of both like I am very determined and when I want to do something, like I set my mind to it and I'll go out there and find a way to make it happen. Um, but more so the like confidence side of thing uh, was where I was sort of struggling around the like who would want to listen to me. And um, I mentioned podcasts before and like I'm sure this is no surprise to you, Amy, but listening to Georgie's podcast, Rise and Conquer, um, I actually found that really helpful and her solo episodes as well as the guests she has on there just really helped with um, me, myself, thinking like, no, you can do this. And um, I always felt so empowered listening to those episodes. Um, And then also just online, like um, finding different people who are doing similar things, like not necessarily mentors but like peers in the community who are doing like amazing work as well, like – Katie from Get Papped, like I'm always inspired by what she's doing, raising awareness for cervical screenings. Um, Flossie, like Caroline and Annie do a wonderful job at normalising like sexual wellness and pleasure and um, just so many incredible people around me. And, yeah, so it's a mix of both. <laughs> that's great. The, those two handles, I'll make sure I have them in the show notes because that's really that, – great resources i'll have a look i'm pretty sure i've come across flossy before um but i want to check the other one out get papped was it yeah yeah yep. cool um coming towards the end the what is the best thing about let's talk period so this is from a business standpoint uh is it the conversations that you have is it the research that you may or may not be involved in is it the community what is it Um, I think it's the opportunity to have that information and those personal stories in an accessible way. So I know like there's been so much shame and stigma and silence around these conditions for so long and people not wanting to know about them, but having this platform that you can find the information and if you are still conscious or people aren't really open to speaking about it with you, there is a platform where you can go and listen. And if you put your earphones in, no one knows what you're listening to. Um, If you like are watching a video on your phone on the bus, like people can see that. So like if you're listening to it in your ears, you've got your headphones in, like 
you've got that safe haven of finding information without people necessarily knowing. Like I know that shouldn't be a factor, but I know for so many people it still is. Um, Mm. So, yeah, having that platform like that and then it's also accessible all over the world, like having a business per se, like in person, like you can only reach so many people whereas the podcast has been able to go all around the world and we have listeners in like the UK, in America, um, in Ireland, like just everywhere. Like it's just crazy when I look at the stats and see where people are from and I just go, oh, my gosh, like that is crazy. Totally. It's a, that, that's a great point about podcasts. Like there's no cap on how many people you can serve or the geographic location of the people that you serve. That's so true. Okay, my last question is I'm asking you what is your why? So in with my clients and in my group programs, one or like one of the major topics that we talk about is your why. So when we talk about this, it's about um, your values and what your true beliefs are, um, not limiting beliefs, like your <laughs> core values kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, what is your why um, in – let's talk period in life in general, what keeps you going? Yeah. So my why is just coming from a place of like, I don't want anyone else to feel the way I felt when I was first diagnosed with endo and adeno. And I know how alone and isolated I felt because nobody else knew what it was. No one could understand what I was going through. And that was really hard. And so my why is not wanting anybody else to feel that way. I want there to be a safe place for people to feel connected, to access information and feel supported and like they're, you know, not alone because it can be so difficult having a chronic illness and not knowing where to turn or who to go to for help. So even when like it's really busy and, um, you know, I'm trying to do uni and work and the podcast and, um, I think, no, like I come back to that why and go, no, I'm trying to help people and it is worth it and you are making a difference even though it might not necessarily feel like it every single day. That's so true, that last part. Like the days that you feel like you're slogging it out or like you're not as motivated, those are the days where you need to remember this is helping someone somewhere and you might not see it. It might be might not be like tangible They might not send you a message about it or comment on your photo, but it is helping someone somewhere. And that's what we all need to remember, really. Exactly. Cool. Okay. So thank you so much for your time. We had a few tech issues in the background, but we got there in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Plug yourself. I know you said earlier you have a live event coming up. So those girls in uh, Queensland, listen up. Yeah, so um, first Let's Talk period event is coming soon. So 5th of November, if you're in Brisbane, um, very niche, but Brisbane, uh, we're having a live event with an amazing panel of people and it's going to be a great night. There'll be drinks and grazing board and music and it's going to be so fun. Um, Other than that, if you're not Brizzy-based and you can't come along to the event, that is totally fine. You can find me and the podcast at Let's Talk Period AU um, and then uh, just searching Let's Let's Talk Period on Apple and Spotify. Amazing. 
Great. Um, we'll make sure I'll put all of those links in the show notes as well for you guys to have easy access. Um, but thank you so much for your time, Isabella. I'm sure lots of people got lots of tools and tips from you from this episode. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I know how valuable your time is, so I really appreciate you choosing to tune in every single week. If you haven't already, please follow at Making Her Magic on Instagram and come and join our free Facebook community by searching Making Her Magic Community in the Facebook app. Don't forget to wear sunscreen today. Bye.